you know screw facts today because i think i have just heard the best pickup line ever and it is so good it is of biblical proportions and i don't know like there is just one question i do have to ask though oh you must have liked the way i just slid that in there like it's always like i prepped it up like really really well Anyways, welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man that has started reading the Bible again, mostly because of this one pickup line that I did find. Now, the reason why I'm talking about biblical proportions is because well, I saw a pickup line that involved the Bible. I kid you not. So, it's a verse, actually it's 2 John 1 verse 12, and I get it. Some of y'all are atheists, some of y'all are agnostic, some of y'all are muslim, and some of y'all follow other religions. But like this this one time bear with me. I hardly ever bring religion into this, but just bear with me. So 2 John chapter 1 verse 12 says, "I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete." and you're telling me that that is not a pickup line that carries biblical proportions and yes i know i'm saying biblical a lot because it comes from the bible but still it is a pretty interesting pickup line but anyways we should probably put this whole pickup line thing to rest and just get on with the show the name is sir denver b the show is tweet street your weekly show where we take a deep dive into twitter pull up a couple of tweets and use them to bring in some sort of sense or lack thereof and i kid you not like we have very interesting tweets today and it, and it's not just the biblical one because that one was a tweet as well uh so i might as well get into it so first tweet stop dating people who only want to see you at night you are not a roach now i will be very honest this tweet got a ton of retweets got a ton of likes and i bet there was a whole list of people that were like yes preach my brother preach but i do have a problem with it because okay when you look at it it sounds like it's a very very noble and nice thing to say but when you look at the current family setup when you look at most middle class households you know pre covid and shit most of them used to see each other at night like husband and wife would only ever meet at night because they'd be getting up in the morning sometimes one is earlier than the other go prep up go to work and the only time when they'd actually spend quality time is at night so what's wrong with people preparing for such shit you might think that it's such a bad thing right now when you're young and you're growing and you're single or you're in a relationship and you think that it'll all be blissful when you get married but then you get married and then this is the shit that you'll be going back to and you're saying that it's a bad thing you might call it a roach but it's not a bad thing Like it's one of the nicest things ever. The mere fact that there's someone that does want to see you and actually spend a certain piece of their 24 hours with you, like a significant fraction of it, is an amazing thing. You should really appreciate that. And yes, it sounds like I'm saying you know what, settle for good enough, but I don't mean that because let's be completely honest. For us to make money, for most of us to make money, we have to put the work in. For most of us to put the work in we have to do the day shift. We have to work the graveyard shift but during the day. Yes, there's night shift people in shit but they're a special kind. Not everyone happens to be in the night shift business or even work at night except DJs. 
And speaking of DJs, mad shout out to Stunner the DJ. But anyways, that being said, there is nothing wrong with seeing each other at night. The mere fact that someone, especially a man or a woman, has assigned some time to be with you, even though it's at night, should speak volumes to how much they care about you. Because take a look at truck drivers. A truck driver has been seeing a lot of different people during the day. Most of them look like turnboys or policemen or dusty old women that are busy trying to sell them food on the road. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But they get done with an entire day of driving and they just want to see you. You're that wife. You're that shorty. You're that girlfriend. Hell, maybe even you're that hoe. And they just want to see you and be with you and spend the night with you. If anything, I think that's a very sweet and noble thing. The mere fact that you are the one thought they have of what they're going to do with their night is an amazing thing. And yes, maybe you're one of the six wives that he's had on the way. Maybe his entire route has all six of you lined up. And it's okay. But the mere fact that on a certain evening, say Tuesdays and maybe Thursdays, it's just you. That should make you feel special because... There is someone somewhere that actually does think about you and has already assigned time for you. Someone isn't assigning time for you, especially if that's your kind of love language, then I don't know. Like you, you will feel like you are missing out on quite a bit. So as I was trying to say, this whole thing about being a roach, I don't agree with. There's nothing wrong with wanting to see you at night. Not unless if your place has bad lighting, and they probably just want to hit it from the back then maybe it means you're a little bit unattractive okay maybe completely unattractive but still there shouldn't be anything wrong with that the mere fact that someone does want to spend their night with you or at least wants to see you at night should be good anyways on to the next tweet and this one sounds a little bit sensible raise your daughters to never accept cheating and disrespect all in the name of clout gifts and holidays Start by being an example of standards, morals, and boundaries. Hmm. 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 I actually do kind of agree with this. And I think this is the time when I'll just bring the instrumental down for a little bit and speak a little bit of sense. Gentlemen, ladies, boys and girls, break timers, the break time squad. It's okay. If you're on your own, if you're single, if you just want to fuck around, that's all right. It's entirely up to you. But the minute you get a kid, the minute you bring a child into this world, you need to turn that shit down. Like, I've, I've just got to be straight with y'all on that one. You have to turn that shit down. Because if you do not, they will learn your bad traits and they will learn off of your bad traits and you will contribute to them being worse off human beings. Now, what I'm trying to say is, like, whenever people get kiddos, when when you get a kid, when you bring a child into this world, especially if you're a married person, especially if, you know, you have a baby mom and you stay with them, the idea of infidelity, of cheating, is, is something that might look like it's just something that you can toy around with. But especially if you're doing it in the presence of your child, that is wrong. Because if they do grow up and actually start mimicking those habits, it'll be worse because they will have learned them from you. And as a parent, the worst thing that you can do is let your child pick up your bad habits. 
and i would love to have my kid pick up all the best things about me and probably avoid some of the worst bits about me and i'm guessing you probably would as well but if they choose to make the decision to you know become a part of the streets they choose to belong the streets if they choose to be the streets if they choose to be passed around like a blunt if they choose to hit everything that moves with a sex organ depending on whichever sex organ they're interested in if they choose to do that out of their own volition out of their own free will without you actually influencing it then that's a them problem but if they started seeing that with you when they were younger then they start doing it when they're older then now that's a problem with you as a parent and you will have already started failing as a parent even before you start teaching your kid a lot of shit and i think i've spoken so much sense here that i should probably leave it and move it on so next tweet most radio stations today in kenya are talking about wife snatching sex sponsors and a whole load of crap Serious radio stations should be talking about the revenue sharing allocation and bill. The media contributes heavily to ignorance and stupidity in Kenya. Well, oh no. Uh I agree but I disagree. I yes, I agree but I disagree. I'm just making sure that I got that statement right. Now, the thing is uh it's what sells. It is what sells. The wife snatching, the sponsors, the sex the whole load of crap that you speak of it is what sells it's what people like to hear or at least that's what the majority did like to hear for quite a long time nowadays of course people have a lot more options people have a lot more choice people want to listen to different things and it's perfectly okay if you don't like how it is that they're doing it personally i think the biggest issue or at least the biggest issue with most radio stations is that they have no sense of a brand and because they have no sense of a brand the only thing they choose to distinguish themselves on is the kind of music that they play because if one side will just play billboard hits then another one plays classic hits then another one does reggae then another one does indian music then another one pretty much tries to cater to the people who are in the more rural areas by speaking in a mother tongue and they're all talking about the same thing that's not really a brand differentiation that you can really rely on and i think it is the biggest issue with a lot of our businesses in this country because we go we take a working formula and then we just imitate and continue moving with it because we'll imitate people will gravitate towards it and we'll move with that we won't try and set ourselves in our own position we won't try to make ourselves unique to ourselves that's that's one of the biggest issues with a lot of businesses in Kenya not just the radio stations it's just that the radio stations happen to do something that most people will see and it's pretty much on display for everyone to see but this is a problem with most Kenyan businesses and actually most Kenyans so what i would say is the problem is brand differentiation and brand recognition you know like just so that i can sound like i actually went to a business school and i paid attention in class and shit but uh yes they do need to have some level of differentiation they do need to have shows that cater towards say politics the people that would like to listen to that they do need stations that cater towards business and finance 
so that the people that would like to learn that would the people that would like to know more the people that are interested in it would also get it but you can't just say that you know what these guys are crap and it contributes heavily to the ignorance yes it does to some level because people will continue being uninformed on serious issues but at the same time it doesn't mean that if they all, all of a sudden switched to quote-unquote serious matters that people will listen they might just get a drop in listenership and it'll hurt their pockets so they'll just revert back to factory settings so i don't know i see people write this a lot on kenyan twitter to be more specific but i don't think people ever really pay attention to the entire dynamic of having a media house and the overall picture when it comes to being in media but granted it's something that a lot of people say it's just that i figured i should address it here even though i'm not on radio anyways on to the final tweet we have such a terrible culture of tearing other people down in the name of gossip there's already too much negativity in this world contributing to it doesn't improve your life or take you higher instead use your time wisely because every minute of our lives counts okay uh i will address where this tweet came from now the tweet came from a certain online influencer mostly on ig she's an instagram influencer youtuber content creator so on and she happened to be involved in a bit of a rumor mill that went around where she was with two politicians on a private jet going to dubai and well to cut the long story short it's not that she was there it's just that a bag that she happened to have owned or happened to own was pictured somehow it will it will it was in frame of the picture of the two politicians people did their research people claimed that it was her and you know she's trying to fire back and she's firing back at a certain influencer as well who happens to specialize with gossip stories called edgar barry i will properly put his name out there y'all probably know him if you don't you can probably look for him on instagram his his stories are usually full of gossip and he did not pay me for this mention just saying and i find a pretty big issue with a lot of celebrities a lot of people that become famous and succumb to to the pressure of society whenever such rumor mills go down because when you look at a person like edgar barry he's a necessary evil and yes i know it sounds like it's wrong but he is a necessary evil he is a lot better than how some of the other tabloids would have been because i'm not going to lie there are some kenyan tabloids that are just brutally dishonest and they are so okay with it and when you look at someone like edgar barry he he actually works like he probably has it the best because to be completely honest i i actually sat and i thought about his his business model or at least how he he runs his his Instagram handle with all the news all the gossip coming in and my goodness it is brilliant i'm sure if i passed the concept to my dad and i explained it in like business terms he'd probably call it a pretty amazing aggregation model damn my business talk is really coming through today but anyways that being said uh i honestly do not think he is the problem I see him as a megaphone of the rumor mill. I see him as a megaphone, a speaker of the grapevine that exists as of now because people will always have rumors flying around about someone. So he will get to the bottom of it and he will 
crowdsource the information. It's pretty much like the crowd will give him the information. His crowd will give him the information. And then he'll post it up. The same crowd will still go and look at that information, which frankly, like I said, amazing business model. And at the end of it, it just happens to work because you'll have a constant number of people busy visiting your page and looking through your stories, meaning that you can have advertising there. Even though you charge cheaply for that advertising, it means that you always have an assured pair of eyes that will look through it. And at the end of it, you make money. Only operational costs you ever really have to incur is what the the cost of internet and the cost of electricity to charge your phone. Like that shit is is brilliant. Very little input, maximum output. But anyways, business shit aside, he isn't the problem. I think the problem is the fact that people are getting to know this information. And just the same way I'm saying he's not the problem, I think if you are a celebrity and you have a problem with him, if you feel like you have a problem with him and how it is that he's managed to do what he does, I usually say that you have a couple of options. Firstly, you can find better ways of concealing your information or at least concealing certain bits of information. Because to be completely honest, it's not like he goes out there and looks for it. Someone will find it. Someone will send it to him. He will post it up. And because he will receive it from other people, whether he does it or he doesn't, it's going to come out somehow. So considering that it's coming out from him and considering that he's been doing this for a bit of a while, I'm guessing he has a certain level of ethics to it. So as much as it might not match up with your kind of ethics as a person, it's just how he does it. So you should probably find better ways of concealing your information. That's just what it is. Secondly, whether you like him or you hate him, you need to accept one thing. He does not lie. As in, man's is just a megaphone. He's just the speaker. He, he will take the information from one point and blow it up. He doesn't lie. He just places it as is. If he was fabricating that information, then maybe you could call him out for, for having issues in his code of ethics or you, or you could pretty much just say that he's being a bad person, period. But considering that he doesn't lie, there is some authenticity to it that you kind of have to respect. But, you know, considering that you don't like him, I'm guessing that respect is not going to be given. But that being said, lastly, I would suggest that you do one thing. If you know that you're doing some sneaky shit, if you know that you're doing some funny shit that you don't want people to know, put in the right measures to ensure that there is privacy. Like, there's people that actually specialize in this kind of thing. A lot of big-time actors, big-time politicians, like genuinely famous people have done this shit time and time again. If you actually do put some care and caution into your privacy, then you will probably have a lot less of these situations coming up. But anyways, that being said, I want to know your thoughts on this. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Hit us up on the IGs at Breaktime on website. You can slide into the DMs. We always reply. Drop a voice note. Drop a nice message. And also, if you want to hit us on Facebook, it is at Breaktime on website. On Twitter, you can slide into my DMs at Bagaka the D. The B and the D are capital. I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.